Introducing Collide Goss, a podcast about two immature best friends who run a few businesses together and live for the Goss and the Margies. Join us as we goss about our lives, our work, and our friends, anonymously, of course. You're in for a wild ride this week as we discuss our favourite book, Everything I Know About Love by Dolly Alderton, a book that essentially takes you through the woes of your teens and early 20s as told by Dolly. This week we thought we'd do the same and we share some of our own personal crazy stories with a few lessons from the book thrown in the mix. We've essentially left our dignity at the door and lay our souls to bear with all the mortifying and embarrassing escapades of our late teens and early 20s. We also have Ella's 20-year-old sister Grace joining us for moral support and to give her some advice as she embarks on the roller coaster that is your 20s. We hope you enjoy. All my friends are like younger siblings as well, so we always used to joke about it and how we'd like shave for like One Direction concerts because we thought Harry Styles was gonna like. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everyone, we're back for episode five, aren't we? We are indeed. So today we thought we would talk to you about our favorite book of all time. I've even read it. I've even read it. You've read it. Everything I Know About Love by Dolly Alderton. And we're going to give our take on the lessons that she shared and the stories that we have to kind of associate with the book. Well, I think that's why we've laughed so much reading the book because How I think would all you girls describe the book? Well, I thought it was really relatable. I had a really good, like you can really get into it and kind of think back to all those fucking etch stories growing up and just have a bit of a cringe moment when you're yes. reading it. Yes. And I think it's like a great base for us to go off today. <laughs> yeah. So Dolly's kind of written a memoir about her life and navigating being single and all the shit that comes with it during your 20s. And when you read the book, you can relate to some aspect of it and you're like in hysterics. So we've taken our best stories and kind of put them into the book. Yeah. I'm like nervous about telling them. I was Same. saying to Steph, like, like, I've never really told like half these stories, like to anyone, let alone like on a fucking podcast. <laughs> Neither. And I'm mortified. But we've brought in Ella's sister, Grace Dumbrell, as our special guest today. Say hello, hon. Hi, guys. <laughs> How old are you, Grace? Um, I'm 20. Yeah. 20. So, so she's a good nine and a half years younger than us. And we were trying to like tell her the stories like before being like, what do you reckon? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know about this one. And she's always like, yeah, no, no, that's hilarious. So we feel like we're getting a bit of like clarity, like with yeah. her being here today, I think. And yeah. also I think for all the girls out there who are the eldest in the family, when you're the eldest that's girl, me. me and Ella were talking about this prior you have no one to tell you no. what to do, how to date, how no. to do anything. So some of the stories that we're going to tell today that we were telling Grace, she was like, that's disgusting. And I'm like, mate, you had me as an older sister and I'm like nearly 10 years older than you. Like you're all so fucking lucky. Like, yeah. I didn't have anyone, no one. That's why I fucking had to go through all of this. Mm, I've had no one either and I've made some big boo-boos <laughs> in the last 10 years. <laughs> anyway, so... That's our biggest recommendation for the week. Read this book. It's amazing. If you haven't already. If you I haven't already. So many people Literally have. everyone, I feel like, has read it. My friends are obsessed. I need them all read it. Did you feel like it was relatable or more like too past yeah. your time? I thought it was so relatable. Like, literally every single part. I was like, whoa. Yeah, I just so got nice. into, like, the older stuff. I was like, oh. What about the MSN Messenger component? But we have stuff that's similar to that now anyway. Like what? Like it's not, like, you have, like, like Messenger. Snapchat. You talk Snapchat on, like, Snapchat stuff. I don't talk on Snapchat. I'm not, like, a 12-year-old boy. Like, Is that what 12-year-olds do? It's, like, what all the young kids All the young see. kids I, I used to tutor spoke on Snapchat and Messenger like and Snapchat's stuff. Snapchat's more, like for, like, a, if you're talking to someone, not, like, your And friends. you can see where all your friends are. Snap maps. Yeah, but that's Snap maps. I'm like I've never done one. that. I find that weird. I hate that stuff. Apparently, um, no one uses iMessage. Everyone just uses Messenger. Messenger. What do you mean? Well, like so, it's weird to have a phone number. Yeah. I don't have any of my friends' phone numbers. That's you weird. don't? No, I just use Facebook Messenger. No, no, oh, no. Oh, that's fucking weird. <laughs> so I used to tutor English for 10 years and all the kids would be like, you're the only person I iMessage with. Oh, they, don't, really they don't. They don't. I message. Not know that about you. I've got like my best friends. I would like have their phone numbers, but why would have I asked for like 
random people's numbers. Like, that's so awkward. I feel like, how about, like, if you go through our contact list, they're so big. Huge. No, but we I have, like, yeah. 50 when, people. When I was younger, I knew everyone's home number off by heart. That's mm. really weird. We had to. Yeah. I reckon I have hundreds, but I reckon we used them all for prank calling back in the day, too. I used to love collecting numbers. Yeah. I don't know if you were... I was a prank caller for sure. (laughs) Anyway, let's get into the episode. So we pour a drink before. Yeah, let's pour a drink. I think we need a drink for this one. We need to be nice and lubricated. Yes. (laughs) I I've been really anxious about telling these stories, but Grace, what are you having? What can you fucking do? Pals. I'm having. I don't know what that is. I feel drunk already, but that's all right. So we're having a. Classic margarita. We had Mr. Consistent mixed in it, but Grace. Oh, we ran out and then Grace mixed her etch kind of. Yeah, and it's very what sugary. It was like from just the local sellers because they only had the weird so old So 20 year old of you. I know. Um, okay, put down. You guys are just old. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, so the first kind of chapter that Dolly talks about is everything I know about boys in my early 20s. And fuck, there's a lot to know. I feel like, Grace, because you've been in lockdown for your whole 20s, you don't understand the turmoil and psychotic behaviour that goes mm-hmm. on. Like after school. After school with yeah. boys, holy I shit. Like I've seen the psychoness and I've been a psycho myself. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Okay, Ooh, okay. okay. Um, Ella, I'm going to let you oh, start this one off with yeah. um, the schoolie story. I know, right? Um, so... <laughs> um so yeah I had like boyfriends probably from like year 10 till I think the the long the the last I think we broke up in you start of year 12 or something so I was kind of shoved into that like experienced single world kind of like later on in life really because I wasn't Mm. really interested in boys before my first boyfriend in like year nine or ten as much I was a bit nervous you know nervous (laughs) Nelly anyway so I got dumped in like the start of year 12 and then (laughs) getting dumped hurt I was like at the time I was like fuck this is probably the worst possible time to be dumped like I want to kind of go to like the formals and stuff like I wanted to go to his formal but Mm, then tricky ended up being like open for everyone else so I ended up going to heaps of boys formals and I ended up perfect meeting this guy that was like the complete opposite to my ex-boyfriend. Um, and, you know, I'd only been with the one guy um, before that. So sexually, I wasn't that experienced. And again, I didn't have an older sibling to really tell me what to do. So I kind of jumped into single life quite quick. I kind of met him. I think he invited me to like the blue and white. And, I, you know, I was really vibing. What's the blue and white for people so playing at home? It, yeah, this is to all the private school people at home. It's the one formal you want to be invited to in year 12. Isn't it, Grace? Well, I didn't crack an invite. Yeah, well, that's why it was I'm one good thing being bloody single because otherwise I would have just gone to the fucking shore formal. Like, boring. So <laughs> I didn't get invited either. I was pretty fucking stoked when I got invited. Um... And he was like pretty hot. And then, um, <laughs> um, and then I'm trying to, I'm trying to relate, relay this story properly. Um, so yeah, then we were kind of like dating for, not even dating. I don't even know what it was, but like hooking tuning. up, tuning for a bit and, um, swaging. Yeah. And I was trying to like, Oh, where's this going to go? Anyway, I think I invited him to like maybe my formal and then he couldn't come because his family was in Queensland or something and I was like oh Debo but he's like I'll see you at schoolies or whatever <laughs> preface this preface this story we hadn't fucked yet or anything and he was going to be the first guy fucked after my like original boyfriend and um this is where it gets a bit messy <laughs> I had to learn the hard way why we hadn't fucked um oh, I think sweetie <laughs> it makes me just <laughs> No, it's good. This is why, like, all the new mums, you know, like, out there, like, just be, like, present when your teenage girl is, like, growing up with guys because I wish I kind of knew this stuff before because it would have saved me a lot of fucking awkwardness at this party. I don't even know what I – you know what? I've probably blocked a lot of it out, but I just remember being at maybe a gathering. I I turned up maybe to see him. I don't even really remember where or what, but I just remember what I heard. And (laughs) – I was at this thing and I was like probably wondering why maybe he was being a bit distant or something and I think I heard like this guy that I did know like I think he was joking with me because we were quite good mates being like 
he kind of just threw something at me. I don't even think I replied to it, but it was like along the lines of like, oh, you apparently have hairy vagina. <laughs> so, I can't even believe I'm saying this. It's so wrong. And I was like, I'm just going to ignore that, like, completely and do something about it now. Like, I kind of thank him for even saying that because I think I went off to Wang's or something in Chatswood where everyone went right before schoolies and I was like, right, is this what you're supposed to do? Like, just get it all off. Fuck girls go through some shit, though, like teenage girls. Like, boys don't even have to worry about that. Honestly, I remember when I was like 16 in the shower one Mm. time and my fucking mum walked into the shower (laughs) while I was completely naked and I was like, obviously had a hairy vagina. And she was like, don't you hate it when you have hair down there? Like, shouldn't you give that a little trim? See, I wish my mum was like that because she never fucking said anything. But even then I was like, I don't really want to do that. Like, when you get a Brazilian wax, it's really fucking painful. And yeah, in all honesty... Having that put on you and having that comment having made that, to you. Like what learning about it through some other teenage boy to gathering is quite fucked up. And people talking about it. That's yeah, awful. I don't think I even like thought about it again. I was like, this is fine. This is normal. I will deal with this. It's all good. <laughs> but then fuck, sorry to the ex before that that I had to deal with. <laughs> he didn't buy he was too nice to say anything. I think a normal boy would never say anything. Really? Yes. I think a boyfriend that loved you wouldn't say anything. I feel like they would. I think they would. <laughs> I think they I got a few hints chat. maybe when I think back being like, I had no idea. So I'm sorry to you. Um, Grace, can you Grace, tell can you your tell story? Cl- no, but I've, I need to get onto the best bit of the story. Yeah, though. keep going. But I just want to ask before that though, did you know to do that? Um, you and Ruby would look at me as like a pubescent child and be like, that is Oh yeah, disgusting. Shave that off. You are so foul. Like I was like, so you learn early. All my friends are like younger siblings as well, so we always used to joke about it and how we'd like shave for like One Direction concerts because we thought Harry Styles was gonna like backstage. You thought Harry Styles. All of my friends did it. We all like, and none of us even went to the concert together. But we're like, did you guys do that? And they're like, yeah. You shaved the Harry Styles. Just to, like, the small possibility that he would be like, you are so hot. And and oh you, did God. you think that, like, you'd be allowed back to his hotel during school? Yeah, I was, like, probably 13, so I was like... Yeah. You were 13? <laughs> I went to, yeah, I was you were shaved in, like, year then. 7. Oh, wow. Oh, oh I wow. was not. way off. But I was scarred from you and Ruby being horrible. Like, you, do you kind of thank us now, though? Yeah. Yeah, good. that's really weird. What happened to you? Yeah, like, I you know. Really out yeah. I probably school. am still being talked about. <laughs> You'd Whatever. hope not 10 years later. Oh, fuck. Could get brought up in a Did you, were night. you of the generation that got laser or got Brazilians? Um, I know that at other schools, all the girls got like laser, but I, when we went to a Catholic school, I feel like it actually is different. Like we all shaved. And then now people are getting laser. But, like, I know a lot of the other girls' schools around me, like, I was, like, shocked when I heard that they were getting laser in, like, year 11. I was mm. like, well, jealous. Yeah, laser was definitely something I hit at, like, 25. But mom yeah. didn't get it. Mum used to be so weird about shaving. Yeah, my mum never used to let me shave my legs. Yeah, neither. I never sh- I didn't shave my legs till like, after year 10 because mum thought it was weird and then someone said it because we used to wear, like, obviously summer dresses. Same. I had that same but comment. Fuck, I had a bit of hair everywhere. It's... Pretty mean. Yeah. Anyway, just going back to the story because yeah, it's go funny. Back. Um, so then anyway, obviously learned a little too late to, you know, do the deed. And so I got like all prepped for schoolies and everything. <laughs> Rocked up. And then like. Pause. Ex- so you've gone, you've got a new Brazilian Done wax. it with like all the girls. Like everyone was kind of doing it. I think that's like the first time we all talked about it too. Like it wasn't really a talked about thing. No. That's I, weird. I know. And I kind of had sex a lot early, maybe even earlier than my first friends like so maybe I always thought there was no one else to kind of talk to discuss I don't know it. we didn't really discuss it was kind of like a weird thing to talk about sex and stuff now Definitely we're just so was. open about it and all that it was a little bit more taboo it's so taboo mm. and sort of like oh yeah you know? yeah um <laughs> ouch anyway so went and got it done and turned up to school it was actually my um 18th so I um went in full-fledged fucked up like my mum had ordered me a limo like so surface paradise tacky. I'd rocked up and um there was a limo waiting for me and my, my best mates got in. We were like drinking, like some of the girls were like smoking in the like um 
in the limo with the windows open. I've got the funniest photos of it. And we were like in our undies and bras, like smoking and like cheering. Having the best Having the best time. Anyway, got there and I think I was probably messaging him by then, expecting him maybe to be like, I want to meet up, it's your birthday. I'm just kind of making this up now, trying to remember what was going on. But I remember he obviously didn't contact me. Um, Love that. (laughs) I think I actually ended up in my other ex's like room at the Moroccan with his friends, just fucked off my face, just looking like an idiot. Um, I think I passed out in (laughs) my ex's bedroom to the point where they were like, you need to leave, which is... Oh, I'm going red at thinking about it. Like, like, Doesn't he have a girlfriend as well? Oh, he had a girlfriend too. Like, I just was like so sad. I think because I was probably so upset about the other guy, and then I was like, I'm so. So you didn't finish the story. He didn't write back to anything. Did, I don't think he did. The point is, yeah. Then it keeps going, and then I think the whole I was trying to contact him through the whole of school. He's been like, "What's going on?" Like it was the first time we were going to see each other for a while, and I was all ready to go. And then. <laughs> You haven't slept together at all at this point. No, what no. Have you done? Or is that I don't even know. I think probably enough not to much. know what was going on. Down yeah, there. enough to know. I think he'd tried and been like, "No way." <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "Oh no!" But to the point, I was so ignorant that I didn't even understand that. Like, I didn't have any cues from him. He would probably gave me so many weird faces and cues and sounds that I had to wait till I got to a fucking weird gathering where someone else had to tell me. Anyway, there was a point at the night, a point in the week where I rocked up at like where everyone was hanging out and I ran into him or someone and he had been fucking his ex the whole time you know, on a locked in bender. I think someone came up to me, in the, I think the ex came up to me in like the drink line and was like, hey, and she was quite known at the time to be a bit scary. I think you know who I'm talking about. Like she was very beautiful as well. She was a bit. She always oh, I know like exactly was with heaps of guys to- yeah. and stuff. Like you know, she's very yeah, very ahead of me in terms stunning of stunning and staunch. Would have had a stunning shaved and, st- and would have had a shaved. Batch. Would have had a beautifully Brazilian wax. Yeah, all ready to go, baby. Um. So yeah, and then she was like, "Just want to let you know, like me and blah blah are like." together we've been like fucking and stuff and then I think I walked outside and I ran into one of his good friends that I'm mates with and I like confronted him about it he's like you know like yeah we've all been pretty fucked up we've been like having a bit of a lock lock in bender and stuff at our apartments we're staying at and then next minute he came out and I was like fucking lost it like I was like you're disgusting like how fucking dare you and he just laughed in my face <laughs> I was like, well, that didn't go to plan. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing worse. And I have, kid you not, people, I have not said one word to that guy since in my life. I run into him here here and there. We do not. Oh, you have run into him. Oh, yeah. And we pretend we don't know each other. Done. (laughs) Dusted. Yeah. So cheers to you, doll. Thank you for being so vulnerable. Yeah. It's all right. That was a beautiful story. Yeah, went on for a while. Okay, um, now you start. So what what we've learned from that is sometimes in your 20s, you have no idea how to do anything yeah. in terms of dating and boys. And those comments by guys, they scar you for mm, life. I've blocked it out until now. I'm just letting everyone know. I'm going to skip to a story that scarred me for life. Yep. So I used to work at this bar. I was nearly single. And there was a guy there that was quite a bit younger than me and I was sickly obsessed with him. <laughs> and I thought he was sickly obsessed with me. We would have shifts together. He had a girlfriend at the time and we would have shifts together and I would like the whole bar knew I was obsessed with him but I didn't know that they knew that. And every time we would have a shift I would like try and talk to him the whole shift and we would have breaks together and have drinks together and it was just like... Oh my god, I'm cringing so much at this story. Or you're just like thinking about all the good times you had. And all the good times mm. we had. There was also another girl that worked at the bar who was absolutely stunning. And they kind of had a bit of a flirty dynamic as well. But like I didn't really pick up on that. And I also didn't pick up on the fact that the whole fucking bar knew that I was like deathly obsessed with him. So everyone knew. Everyone knew. Anyway, Can so, I just say I was always really confused why you were so obsessed with him? Well, the story does come full circle because mm. then he weirdly... Yeah, we'll five, get to it yeah. first. Yeah. So anyway, he kind of like 
led me on a little bit in the sense that like remember we went to that music festival harbour life mm. and we had i was on, on a boat though you were on a boat yeah. but i went with all the girls and he invited me to come and i was super excited and like there are a few moments where i think the biggest thing was with you guys is that you obviously didn't have anyone at the time oh. and you were like really obsessed with him and he had a girlfriend but he kept trying to like lead you in with little things so you thought in your head like you guys were like on for sure. Totally. And it was, it was, it makes me feel really unwell how obsessed I was with him. Anyway, every year they have a Christmas party at this bar and there are all these awards announced. Mm. And so there's like most drunk, best bartender, most likely to blah, blah, blah. One of the awards was the girl most obsessed with one of the bar staff. I definitely made that award up for you. <laughs> the girl most... I'm just going to repeat that again. The girl most obsessed with one of the bar staff. And every single guy and girl I knew worked at this bar. So it was like all of our friends in a bar. And I was announced as the winner of the most obsessed person with this guy at the bar. He's like Did you go up ago. and get the award? Yeah. So the whole <laughs> night at the staff party... We're like tuning. flirting, tuning, dancing, whatever. And then the award gets announced and he just ghosts me. Like he doesn't so- look at me. He doesn't <laughs> talk to me. He, like I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he blocked my number. Like yeah. every shift he after. He freaked out. He freaked out. Every shift after that he would completely ignore me. And it was the most, I'm pretty sure I Did quit after that. Yeah, I cried. I'm pretty sure I called you after crying. But yeah, like, and I was like, Steph, this is ridiculous. He has a girlfriend. Like, come on. He's also and 20 years old and you're 24. Was he young? Yeah, really young. He yeah. was younger than you. A lot younger than and me. And you were trying to like... Sort of like I was obsessed. I was very mentally unstable. And I'm saying, for- like, Steph, like, literally... Like punches, like I know he was punching if he was with her. So I'm saying, like you were much better looking than him. So his girlfriend was like this poor little twenty year old, and you're like yeah. a twenty five year old. I honestly think he's still go. with her to this day. Anyway, four or five years go past. Like I move on with my life. I get it together. Whatever. And he just starts <laughs> ringing me like no, random though. Wait, calling, or calling, texting? obsessing over and texting non-stop being like I want to be with you blah 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 and I'm like like what's got why but years later years years later later. it would happen when we'd be like out you'd get like random calls and we'd and then we'd ring him back for a laugh though remember yeah yeah. (laughs) and he'd be like no I've made a mistake and I'm like are you still with your girlfriend slash we never had anything you just completely dogged me out of your life you had something in your dreams in my mind you built it up to something that it wasn't Oh my god, and it was horrific. But we never had anything. We never kissed. We ne- nothing ever it eventuated. Just like you being at the time obsessed with him, and then him freaking out. Obviously, being like, "Oh wow, she's like taking this to like the next level," and freaked out, and then had time to think about it, and then being like, "Oh, this hot older chick likes me. Like I want to pounce, even though I have a girlfriend still." Mm. And then doing stuff when he's pissed and like contacting you and. That award funny. was so embarrassing. Did you have to block him in the end? Yeah, I had I to feel block like him. Did. He's yeah. blocked, so I wouldn't know if he's calling me or not. Yeah. But those, I feel like, Grace, can you relate to having like a weird obsession with a guy or not at all? Is that just You're me? You're pretty young. Um, <laughs> I feel like I think people are like hot, but I don't know if I've had like an obsession. Obsession. Mm. Ella, you're <laughs> up. Which one's this? We've got the... Broken-legged man at Bathurst. Fuck, I just have so many shocking stories. I know, I find it so weird because I feel like I've been single a lot of my... I like I've been, I, I just condensed it into one year before I found the guy I ended up being with. Yeah, you like, just went I psychotic. I like one year off and I fucking made it, you know, one year you to did, remember. Whereas I did like eight years of long, hard, psychotic <laughs> mm, behaviour. I feel like you've never been single in my eyes. No, no, I've always had someone. I think I have things with people like that guy that I was talking about. I've always had someone that I've been with it's never been like sorry date i've never been on like a date with a random or anything i would I have yeah. pay money to, to watch you go oh, on so day. bad she wouldn't shut up yeah <laughs> you do you're nervous like talking. nervous yeah she'd go oh hi how are you yeah is that a plate is that a knife should we get a cocktail margaritas cocktails shrimp hello i love this Fuck off. 
Oh, where do I start with this one? Um, okay. Yeah, so then um, I went to Bathurst and I was seeing this guy before. Went on a break, then I went, got back there and we were very on and off when we were at Bathurst. Um, and... I don't know why, maybe this time, the story that I'm about to tell, I knew that we were about to get back together for some reason. And then we were at this party one night and I'd obviously given it a chance that Bathurst hadn't met anyone. This is, Eddie was actually around in my dorm, but hadn't Your really. Your fiance. My fiance now, but we weren't really vibing at that time. Um, so <laughs> he was vibing you. He, he was I think he was vibing me. I think he still was with his ex, maybe. I can't remember. Anyway, so, oh no, because he was, because his ex came up this night too. Yeah. Yeah, so we had like a big party that night and I remember I was like, I thought we were we were going to get back together. We hadn't been with each other for a while. I think he'd been with some people in between and I had been hooking up with some people in Sydney for a bit. And then um, these girls came up that I'd met that kind of night and I think I was kind of telling them about him. <laughs> like being quite, I think I was quite pissed and being quite vulnerable, being like, oh yeah, I think we're going to get, get it back on tonight, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Um, and I remember I got, got really lit. We got to like the uni party and stuff. And then I think one of my friends came up to me and was like, Ella, um, I'm just going to tell you something. And I was like, what? And then she was like, um, we'll just say blah, blah. Um, he's just fucked blah, blah. And I was like, <laughs> how did they get it so quickly? Like, how did they find Can you out? please preface this with his impairment? Oh yeah. And can I say, <laughs> I thought I had the best chance that night because he was actually, had um he was on fucking crutches he had a broken leg had a broken leg how was... does one fuck with a broken leg oh, well i can tell you this guy can't so <laughs> and i was sort of like oh like you know it was sort of a weird thing because i was hadn't really been with him for a bit but like he was always kind of the guy i was with at the time so it was sort of like oh that's really like hurts. oh like i thought i'd built it up in my head we were gonna get get it on that night and um, I kind of ran out of uni bar and like went to my room and I was like, you know, a bit emotional and shocked and my friend had come with me and I was like, I can't believe that chick had done it. I want to preface that this chick that I'm talking about is like one of my good friends though now. Like I do, it's nothing to do with her water, at all. What are off a duck's back. <laughs> Literally, it's all about him. I would never, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then I think he found out I knew and he messaged me. This is just a sign that girls, I just, I just wish I hadn't been that weak. He'd messaged me being like, oh my God, like what I did, I fucking regret it so much, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, nah, fuck you. And he was like, no, like, I really like you. I thought, you know, I've been thinking about it a lot lately. Like, I really want to be with you, blah, blah, blah. And I was sort of like, oh, get out of my, like, fuck off. And I was trying to talk to my friends about it. And then... I think he messaged me being like, I'm going to leave the party now. Like, of course you're going to leave the party. You've got your route and you're on crutches. Like, you've had enough. And now you just want to go to bed and you just want me to hug you. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, well, do you want to come to my room? And I'll be, I think, I can remember this. He's like, I'll be the big spoon and you can be the little spoon. Most normal people would be like, you're fucking crap. Fuck off. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay, actually, sure. <laughs> And I never knew that was weird that I did. I think until I fucking like got with Eddie and maybe we were laughing about weird stories and he was like, that's so cracked. Oh, I've told girls before. Yeah. And now I laugh about it all the time. Like how weird that's I was at one cool. stage. Cause I just like, was like, nah, like I'm better. I, he likes me out of all the other girls. I don't care. Like I'll go back. Didn't do anything. We just hugged. Maybe big kiss. spoon, little spoon. We just did the big spoon, little spoon. But look, that relationship did not work out. I think it was always bound to fail after that. So that's a lesson. But to I learned. think the lesson there is like when you're that young, you just you have those moments where you're you feel really weak and insecure, yeah. and you go back to people because you like you're not quite sure of who you well, are, yeah. so you don't value. Well, I was already like gone through a breakup that in year twelve, gotten with him. Got into uni, ended it with him being like, I'll find someone else here. Didn't really find someone in the first few months and then being like, fuck, we'll get, I'll go back to him. It was sort of like, oh, no, no I want to go back to like my comfort now. And then like I was like I was, wasn't letting that go. I wasn't going to let that go quickly. So, but I'm glad I did it because then I ended up, I got him out of my system and met Eddie in the end. Like opened my eyes up a bit to the other people yes. available. Yes. Grace, anyway, do you have any comments on that? My comment on that would I... B, I think that like every girl is a 
dumb bitch with like guys. Yeah. When you're like, because I feel like you're not like a weak personality. No, that's why it was weird. None of my mates that I've seen do like similar things. They're always like the strongest, like most strong willed people. I've been like the victim of it. Love makes you do crazy shit. Not even love just being like, oh yeah, I'm better than everyone. Like that's why they're doing this. Yes. You always think you're like the chosen one, but you're not. You're not. You never are. And boys, like I feel like are already clued onto it. Like they know exactly how to play it. A hundred percent. I think I went through his phone at one point as well, and I like saw he was messaging so many girls, and I was like, "No, nah, it's all right. I'm, I'm still phones, here." Like, not <laughs> no, I, I used to love doing that. Love that. Um, okay, wrap that one up. Wrap that <laughs> one up. Um, last story from my twenties. Yeah. Of note. So, I dated this guy on and off for quite a few years, and we had. So actually, I I haven't even. I'm going to put this on here, but have you guys ever been broken up with out of the blue where you really don't expect it? Yeah. The U12 one was the first one. Yeah. So I was dating this guy and I thought we had like a really good relationship. I'd just finished my exams and he was like, hey, um, come and pick me up and we'll go to the park. And I was like, that's kind of weird, but okay, I'll come and pick you up. And I came and picked him up. He was standing out the front of his office and he looked like he'd seen a ghost. Like he looked sick in the face. And I was kind of like, what the fuck is happening here? Anyway, we're driving around, driving around. And he's like, let's, let's, um, let's go to this park in Mossman, which actually happened to be the same park that we moored the staff party where that guy, um, where I got the award of being the most psychotically obsessed staff member, (laughs) we moored the boat at that exact park and when I got off the boat, that was when I was so mortified and embarrassed. So we got to this park and I was already like PTSD and I was like, why am I here with my boyfriend of two years? Like what what are we doing here after exams? Like we could just go to his house. And he's like, hey, um, I just don't see a future with you like at all. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like... That's what he said. Yeah. That's so blunt. And he was like, you know, I love you and this and that, blah, blah, blah. Broke up with me, broke my heart. That's how I met Ella. Mm. Anyway, couple months go by. He's dating, I'm dating. It's getting very like tit for tat kind of situation. And we were at the sheaf. I was probably 21 and he was maybe 23. And he bought this girl into the sheaf. Mm. Anyway, gets her up onto the stage of the sheep dance floor where I'm like dancing kind of Where everyone used to dance around. Yeah, yeah. and where he, the DJ is. Yeah, where the DJ is and he's like parading her around, flings her back. Who was it? The girl? I have Do I no know like, no, no, I can't remember. Flings her back, hooks up with her in front of me. On the stage. On the stage. That's fucked. Guy that's like broken my heart. I think I've done something to really fuck with him prior because I'm not too sure why he'd do that. Just can't remember. Can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, and he did that and I just remember being like, that is a low low for me. And like now he, you know, we're, we're still kind of friendly like 10 years later and, you know, you'd think he'd move on with, like, Jenny from down the road. But, no, he's um, dating Tash Oakley now. <laughs> oh, Which is fabulous. That's a hard one. <laughs> and me and Ella always laugh. We're like, mm. we're the scouts. I was like, version. I don't think I can say much about her. Sorry. <laughs> She's beautiful. Yeah. Anyway. Like then, a million followers or whatever. Yeah, killing it. Anyway, we go to a wedding, like. Two years ago, I'm with my boyfriend now and he's there with her and she comes up to me and she's so lovely. Like, yeah. So the whole package, really. The whole package. Mm. Lovely, successful, beautiful, friendly. Taking your ex. Taking my ex. But after a few. Um, Overall motive of early 20s is you're going to have to make these fuck-ups before you evolve as a person. Mm. Yes, 100%. <laughs> I feel like my 20s were a bit more turbulent than yours, it seems. <laughs> um, Actually, I wasn't 20, can I say. Can okay. I just preface that I was a lot younger than that? Well, how old were you? 18. Love that. Yeah. She met her fiancé I only like I met Eddie at 18. <laughs> okay, so we're going to say teens to 20s. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things that Dolly Alderton does in her book is the most annoying things people can say ever and one of them 
was you were quite drunk last night. Mm. And the you were quite drunk last night really resonates with me personally because (laughs) I went Mm. through about a three to four year period where you were quite drunk last night was the reoccurring motive of every Saturday and Sunday. It's a very long period. It's a long period. How about that period where you'd like, where I'd stay over at yours and you'd like wake me up being like, what happened last night? And you shake me going, I don't remember, tell me. And I'm like, can you fuck off? I'm about to vomit everywhere. And you (laughs) have just woken me up and I'm about to, I'm like, nah, like I can't stay over at yours anymore. To all the people that get blackout, it's a horrific feeling. Mm. And not only would I get blackout, I would also get an alter ego called Stacy. And she I think was. I named her. Yeah, she was. There are, everyone listening, the stories that have made it here only just touch the sides. There are so many more stories to Stacy that simply so could not come on this podcast. And to all the Stacys out there, you might have to go to a psychologist because you might be undergoing some serious stress that you need to manage. <laughs> Which um, I'm working through. But I was newly single and I rang Ella and she was going away for the long weekend with a group of couples that I knew, like some quite well, some not that well. And I was like, hey, can I please come for your weekend away? Like I'm feeling super depressed and like I just need to be around people. And she was like, absolutely. Come on, drive up. Let's go. So I drove up to Scone. Uh, by myself and we got to the the beautiful place we were staying at and everyone was kind of sitting down for a lovely dinner and mm. kind of taking it slow and drinking slowly. It was all a very couples weekend. Very couples you were weekend. literally coming off like a pretty hectic break. Like I was, I was coming off a breakup. I was ready to like launch and anyway, we have this night. I literally, I'm going to let Ella fill in the gaps, but I, we have this night. Mm. fast forward I wake up in the morning and I wake up and I'm like oh I feel really fucking sick right now like what the fuck is going on and I kind of get up and I go outside and two of the couples are like in their gym gear and they've just gone for like a big run around the property we're and all making very coffee. civilized the rest of us very <laughs> civilized I'm like haven't put my contacts in can't even see anything you've been crying all night I've I been think. crying all night apparently I don't even know yeah. this yet and I my hands are shaking, like, you know, when you're that hungover, you're, like, kind of shaking, about to vomit, and I'm, like, trying to make a coffee, like, look normal. And this chick comes out, and she's like, ah, how about how we were able to save that pear last night? <laughs> and I was, like, in my head, I'm like, pear, what pear, 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 pear. And then I'm like, oh, pear. So you did remember it. I had a flashback yeah. of, like, throwing something in a fireplace. <laughs> And then blackout, and I looked at her, and in I was a really like, nice house. And I was like, Shh, "Fuck!" Yeah. And I went back to my room, and I just started crying. And I was like, "Okay, I'm just going to stay in here and cry until Ella wakes up." You were messaging up. me, being like, "What happened?" I'm like, "I don't know if I can deal with this. I can't." Yeah. <laughs> anyway, over to you. What yeah. actually? So happened? I'd seen Stacey come out a bit until this point. Like I knew when she was coming out because you were already suffering from quite a bit of stress about, I think, the breakup like arising so Stacy was popping up a lot when we'd get really drunk like in Bali and stuff like you were getting quite lit and you just like randomly like her whole when I say Stacy like I need to describe the personality like she'd completely change into a different person like her eyes would change like her Demon. whole facial expression like I thought it was it's usually really funny like very funny like I thank do you find that Stacey makes me really feel better funny. It's like this naughty version of Steph. Like she's kind of evil though. Like you're evil. It is an evil side of you. But it's like all maybe the naughty things that you never did when you were younger because I feel like you were quite goody two-shoe vibe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I get a bit like last She gets really, really lippy as well like with people and you're like, whoa, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Down, down, But you were not like that in like normal. No, you're really friendly. She's like a people pleaser. People pleaser. I don't get into too much conflict. I feel like it's like. It's what like I, this release. Who you want to be, yeah, but you're like trying to hold so much in usually, <laughs> and then you just fucking whack out Stacey, and, she, and you can always make an excuse, being like, "Oh, that was Stacey." Yeah. <laughs> I so just anyway. called you a fucking cunt. But yeah. That was Stacey. Um. So she, I remember, said this: the breakup had happened, and it was a long weekend. So I think you were like, "Fuck, I've just gone through a breakup, and now it's a long weekend. All my mates are away." And so you messaged me, being like, "Hey, like, no, this is a bit weird, but can I come up?" to your couple's retreat up at my friend's farm 
who we're all like couples together with my boyfriend's friends more. And like they're not like I think our- Belle Doyle hated me for like a year after that. She was she like, no, she I think Steph Allen's no the biggest way. freak. But like to explain like the the girlfriend that I hang out with, the dynamic, it's not like all our best friends, like you're coming up for a best friend trip. Like I'm friends with them, but you don't really know all of them quite well at this no. stage at all. They're all my boyfriend's best friends and we went up to one of my good guy mates' um, farm. Um, his It's not even his farm, it's his auntie's farm. Or? Yes, which made the whole story even worse. Yes, yeah, so it's a real, it's like the most beautiful property, like a bloody like mansion, big, amazing house on this property and Steph rocks up in a bit of a mood, like obviously devastated, like upset, very emotional, ready to get lit, which is obviously the worst thing you can kind of do when you're feeling that way like yeah bad things are gonna happen and all you know everyone else there is like very comfortable in their relationships you know like, no one's out to f- romantic weekend get- away and we just bring in this fucking wild single chick <laughs> <laughs> i'm so confused why and to go. i don't know so That's we're all weird. sitting there and like um you know steph's all innocent and nice at the start and then it can change in seconds and it she, literally takes a we're second we're sitting around the fireplace and i think we're all getting photos because i have we the actual footage of this happening franny was mortified yeah we're all sitting there we're all getting photos and i think someone was getting photos of us and then i just see steph's like whole demeanor like change and like i would liken it to a dementor yeah like you got evil like i played on slow motion you're like <laughs> <laughs> And you just ended up like you were posing behind all the girls, like all the girlfriends and you grabbed, she like went, because when I watched the video back, she went, there was like a nice like coffee table with all like ornaments, like, you know, like a marble pair, marble pairs, like on the, like on the (laughs) coffee table, probably really expensive, really heavy as well. Can I add like really heavy fire was on. All the girls, like, were getting really hot in their photo, like, posing, like, you know, like, looking really, like, at the camera, like, you know, doing a few different poses. And Steph just, like, is in the background, this evil little devil, and just, like, (laughs) picks up the pair off the coffee table and just, like, gets it and just, like, pegs it into the fireplace. It's, like, bang! And everyone's, like, (laughs) fucking out. And you're, like, like, Steph! I was, like, Steph! And you were, like... And I was like, oh, my God. And we were all trying to, like, fish it out. And, like, there's this, like, marble pear on fire in the fireplace. And you were just sitting there laughing, like, hysterically. <laughs> and we got it out. And I was like, Steph, like, what? Like, I talk to you like a mum with a child, though. Like, sometimes when you're, like, Stacey, I'm like, Steph, like, why did you do that? And you're like, you're like it's funny. <laughs> Something along those lines. And I was like, I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> all the girls are like, oh, my God. I remember we we're like, I better take her to bed. Like I'm all looking around going, I'm going to take her to bed now. I put you to bed. You were so lit and like, I'm going to go to bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I remember like Ollie was like, what's happening or something? I'm like, I'm really sorry. Everyone's like, Steph just threw the pear into the fire. And he's like, Ella, like, I can't be, I can't be having your friends up here again or something. <laughs> and I was just found it so funny. It was just so fucking random though. But you will put the pair video on the story yeah, so that everyone so can good. see it because it is so Have fucked up. Have you got her throwing it in? Yeah, because someone was taking photos and videos or something like and got the whole footage of her doing it. I just don't get why you'd want to go on a couple's getaway. If you were she was that people. desperate and upset. But surely you'd want to go out with like all your single girls. I think no one, one was single. single at the time. Oh, so you're mm. real depressed so <laughs> um, One other Stacey story, which you were also there for. Yeah. So in my single days, I was obsessed with this guy and to a point he liked me until he met Stacey. <laughs> so I, I wasn't there for that. I saw you before you got yeah, into yeah, the so, to get there and, and I was going, this isn't a good idea to your other friend. Yeah, the guy, yeah, yeah guy so friend. I was <laughs> having dinner with Nico and I was asking him about this and we were, we were getting lit and I can't handle my alcohol very well, obviously. <laughs> And we left this place in Double Bay and we came and met Ella at the Oak. Oak, yeah. And I remember being like to Ella and Nico, I'm going to go to so-and-so's house I don't think now. I even – I think I actually ran into you out the front. Like we didn't know where you'd gone. And then we found you with him out the front and you were getting in an Uber and you were being really like off-footish to us. Like when you get into Stacey, it's sort of like fuck-off vibes. Yeah, everyone. yeah, yeah. Like you're like yeah. don't even know us. Like kind of more like you're so out of it that you don't register like the people that you know. And like I, I my you. brain is not in my yeah. head. And I tried to stop you going there because I knew you're gonna you were gonna make a fool of yourself. And I was like, this ain't Which good. Which I did. So yeah. <laughs> my version of events is I go there and I wake up. That's it. The end. That's it. Yeah. Blackout. 
Anyway, I wake up in the morning at this guy's house who I quite like and he, after this, is obviously like repulsed by me. And I get in there and I, I wake up and I'm like, morning. And he's like, hey. And I'm like, how's us like fun night? And he was like, do you know what you did last night? Oh, so you was, ended up staying there. I thought you left. No, no, no. So oh, you, oh no, because apparently yeah. I turned up. They're all sitting there watching the footy, like keeping it very chilled, having a few beers. Mm. I rock up like Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. And he's there with all his friends that he hasn't met, his brother and his brother's like chick that he's seeing at the time. And I walk in there and this chick is literally from France. Like she's French. Can't you speak French? Yeah, I thought you could speak French. Well, like, I don't know what I was doing, but apparently... You probably were trying to speak French. Apparently I accused her of not being French, that she was faking being <laughs> French. That's funny, though. Like, people that would I, laugh that. that. I was yeah, but like, she would have been hectic, you are, You're not even French. And she's like, mate, I'm, I'm, I'm from Paris. Like, Did you I, say, mate? I don't know what she said because <laughs> I can't remember. Anyway, and then the guy that I was seeing and his brother were, like, standing out the front of, like, like on the balcony of the house we were at. And I was like, oh, like so-and-so, your brother's like an uglier version of you. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't even know. I couldn't even even tell you what he looked like. (laughs) And then... uh, (laughs) Who did you say that to, though? Him and the brother. (laughs) To their faces. (laughs) To their faces. And then apparently I was like, I was talking about, so like... I've got a law degree and I'm in... Oh, do I'm, you now? I'm, no, no, but I'm saying I am by no means a lawyer. Like, and I, apparently I was crapping on like pretending oh, so you were like... you out the laws, like legal terminology I was out. out the law okay. stuff and I was like, listen, like cash rules the world. Like everyone should know... Is that a legal terminology? cash should rule the world. And they were like apparently both staring at me like you're so fucked. And he was like, yeah, we tried to kick you out at one point, but we couldn't. Like, we I think you went to the bathroom out. to vomit, I swear, or something yeah. weird. And that was probably when I, when I was like, okay, Stacey's got to go. But that's got to be like up there. The story I'll tell later is the funniest thing I've ever done, but that's up there with the most fucked shit I've ever well, done. Well, you ended up staying and then he had to relay that to you and then you never talked again. You never got with him again. Never got with him again. No. Understandably. No, I think I maybe did get with him like one time after that, but it was very much like Forced I don't to like him. From you? No, no, no. I woke <laughs> up like fully clothed in his room. Was yeah. He, like disgusted. Disgusted. Oh, bye. Well, like I've offended his brother. That's I've essentially so been like cash rules the world. Like who who says that on any? If I saw that though i think i would be giggling like, i feel like that is so funny, funny. i'd be recording yeah like, no no i'm that bitch. girl we've all got those mates that get like this every week and we've got a lot of mates mm. that are like that they're those mates that you that 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 girl probably like laughed and was like this fucking rogue bitch told me i wasn't from france that's like someone telling me i'm not from australia and you've been kind of sober and trying to argue with a really fucked up person yeah <laughs> like how do you improve it <laughs> Oh, God. Anyway. Um, but you have one Stacey moment in your whole life. Oh, yeah. I want to do this quickly. Like, how long have we been going for? My stories are going for a while. The old Mykonos. Um, yeah, so my most recent Mykonos story, I can blame this on, though, being drugged. So I went to Mykonos and I went, I was, like, with, their, with all our friends the last time we did our big Europe trip. And we ended up going out to that, what's that place called that everyone went no, I've been there. You just We've keep... been. It's the one that everyone goes to on the beach and it's really you keep hard. telling your story and I'll To get it. into. So we were having lunch and then the actual main area where you dance on the tables and everything was actually booked out. But we, our, one of our friends knew a very like wealthy, I think, I think someone was in there like a book table and he was like. There's quite, always someone you know. Yeah, someone you know in there. And you obviously have to put a bit of money down for the table. So there's a lot of like. Wealthy people with a lot of bottles out, a lot of drinks flowing. It's very crowded. You're all dancing on the tables. I got very carried away. So <laughs> I thought when I got in there, I was already kind of lit. I was with the girls and I was like, we've got to probably target. A t- I'd kind of maybe forgotten that the guys had a table and that I was fine. I didn't really need to go searching for a new table to like lunge onto other guys to get drinks off them in my drunk state. And I ended up at this table... <laughs> I don't remember much after a certain point. Like they were pouring all my drinks and um, 
I was having the best time dancing on the table to the point where this is now relayed to me the next day from my boyfriend and like other okay, people. Okay, so you have a memory block. Oh, complete. And I just want to like Namos. Namos. Fuck, how could I forget that place? I'd actually never want to go back to that place after this. No. And it is known to be a place where you do stuff, weird stuff happens though. Yeah, I I feel like I've had some weird nights there as well. And um, I'm usually that kind of person that will vomit if I drink a lot though, like to this point of not remembering. Like like, that's, like I always find it's a positive. And you never get blackout. Never get blackout. So anyway... I blacked out and in my blackout time, I've actually got video footage like Steph has with the pair, ended up just getting off my face to the point <laughs> where I was actually um, nearly hooking up with some of the men at the table. Oh my God. And my friend's like best friend, Dylan, who's like this big American guy, like had to like, and Eddie had to like knee them in the back nearly to get them <laughs> off me. And I was, I think I was apparently like, what? Like, fuck off, this is my table and stuff. And like, I was just like not associated with anyone. I was just like my own person. I don't remember any of this. And they were like, we need to get out of Let's get her out of here. And it was so weird because my friend Mushin had the same experience in me, but he, instead of fucking staying at Namos, he actually found a small cave in on the beach. And, just <laughs> <laughs> and he had <laughs> The boys actually found him in there, like, just, like, fucking out. Like, but, like, I wish I did that, though. I wish I went to a cave. cave. He was in the cave. They found him. He was fucking out. Had to be calmed down. Then I remember, this is the point that I remember. I remember seeing him when we were walking to a new club and I was, like, Apparently trying to slut dance on all the tables, going out and everyone's like, get out. I had my, I've got video footage and all my legs are flying everywhere. I was like on the <laughs> table, like doing like the legs splits and like, look how hot I am. Like blah, blah, blah. In my like fucking princess Polly outfit, you know? Like, <laughs> anyway, got m- met up with Mushin and that's when my memory started coming back, walking to the next club. And he was, I was like, I remember being like, everyone's been so mean to us. Like saying we're, we've been really fucked up all tonight. And he's like, I know. And we were like <laughs> bonding over that all night. And I came to and everyone's like, Ella, like, you were really, like, do you, like, you were trying to, like, you know, Eddie had to, like, knee some guy in the back and stuff. You are trying and, to hook up with someone. Yeah, which is so not me. Which so is so not, not me. And, um, and trying, and not even being associated with anyone that I was with at the club. And I ended up partying, though, which is so not me either, partying till, like, 4 or 5 a.m. that morning at another club, came to, kept partying. Other people were more fucked than me having to go home. And I remember the whole rest of the night, like I just came to. Next day, woke up, bawling. Actually, I forgot the best bit of the story as well. I had this huge, I nearly punched on with Eddie's guy mate at another club after actually because I was just saying shit to him and then Eddie had to get involved, nearly punched on with his friend to protect me. (laughs) Didn't remember this. I got told the next morning more and they were like, oh, Ella, like that was pretty hectic. Like we had to like separate you and blah, blah, like. It was pretty bad. And I was like, I don't remember this. I started having like a full-blown panic attack because like that's so not me. Like I usually remember everything. I'm quite careful with drinks because I do get quite sick from it. Did not remember. I had to like apologize to him, send a message, apologize to Eddie because I like was like te- technically trying to cheat on him in front of me. <laughs> I would have loved to see his reaction. And I think he was just like, don't. He was really good about it. Like he had to be fucking put up with a lot that night. That was a snippet of what a psycho would be like, a bad drunk would be like for him. <laughs> and I remember I was so scarred from it. I just like it ruined the rest of my trip. Like I was so emotional all that day. I like cried like probably 10 times. Yeah, you rang me. So, I felt so big. Not remembering is so weird. Like I don't know that feeling. And I, I was do. so scared. And it's, it's the awful. biggest figure. And everyone like, like talking fuck? about you and like laughing. It's scary that like, like a segment of your night can just go and from your brain. And people messaging you and you're like, oh, And people fuck. found it really funny, but I just didn't. At it's all. not funny. No, at, not at all. You can laugh about it later, but it's not funny now. Okay, our final lesson. Everything we've learnt about being psychotic. So one of the quotes from Dolly's books is, my friends quite rightly thought I was insane too. <laughs> so we've got a few stories here. Do you want me to start or are you You gonna... can start. And we'll, if we have time, I'll add mine in. So... We've left the best till last, the mm. Camilla Kaftan story. Yeah, my favourite. So dating this guy and Sorry. you know that part of a relationship where you're on and off. So like they're kind of free to do what they want and you're kind of free to do what you want but you're secretly hoping you're going to get back together. Mm-hmm. 
So we'd kind of been seeing each other on and off and my house and his house were like separated by like this laneway and mm-hmm. I lived at home with my parents and I could walk up this laneway literally to his house. So it was like 150 metres away and I was really drunk after a Friday night and he wasn't messaging me back and I was like, whatever. I'm going to like put like a trench coat on <laughs> and like turn up to his house like kind of like half naked and like walk oh, up the laneway. Okay. <laughs> Very like gossip girl. Very gossip, gossip girl, girl vibes, like trying to like be sexy, which is not really my thing. <laughs> so I'm in the trench coat. He opens the door and he's like shocked to see me. And I'm like, hey, like surprise, I'm here. And there's like music playing and I like kind of hear someone like run up the stairs and I'm like, oh my god like he's like there oh he was there with a girl yeah he's there with a girl that's fucked and I was literally dying and I was kind of trying you know when you're like really young you're like trying to come in and suss out and he's like do not fucking come in you're psychotic get the fuck out of my house like what the fuck are you even doing here (laughs) so I trudge on home with your little naked (laughs) back home and I'm bawling my eyes out and I make like Rookie mistake number one, which is to tell your mum. Yeah, it's always a anything bad one to tell you. Never tell your mum anything. <laughs> so I told mum, and I'm like, so and so just did this. Like, I'm so over it. I hate him. Go to bed, wake up, and you know, like you were saying yeah. before, Elle, I wake up, I'm like, oh, everything's going to be fine. I'll just message him apologizing yeah, and we'll be back on, sweet. blah, blah, yeah. blah. Message him apologizing, go to uni, have all my classes, da, 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 da. And then I just get a screenshot from him. And my mum's name is in a message to him. Oh, my God. I have this <laughs> And the message goes, how dare you do that to my daughter? <laughs> Stay no. away from her. Never speak to her again. And at this stage I'm like, I'm going to end up with this guy. I'm obsessed with him, blah, blah, blah. And she, my mum has gone and messaged him. <laughs> anyway, I'm sitting in uni and I'm like... Like I'm fuming, like I'm seeing red. I drive home and I'm I call Ella and I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, like I couldn't understand her. Like, like I was um, chucking the biggest tantrum like I've ever had. How old were you at this point? Probably 22. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so then I um, my mum only has one joy in life, and that is the Camilla Caftan. Like she doesn't spend money on she anything loves else. The Camilla Caftan. She literally buys Camilla Caftans. That's it. That's her. That's like her. heaps of Camilla Caftans. Loves the Camilla Caftan. So dad's like at this point like quite sick, but like still with it. And I like fucking storm in the door, slamming doors. And dad's like, "What's going on?" And I'm like, "Fucking message!" And I was like screaming. <laughs> I think you and were like, ringing me while you were doing it. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, I was, like oh. slamming every. At least it's not a human <laughs> fucking drawer going. Where are the scissors? Where are the scissors? And dad's like, "What the." fuck are you doing and I'm like jumping up and down to the point where the house is like shaking anyway I get the scissors out of the kitchen drawer and I like storm downstairs to mum and dad's room and dad's like trying to follow me down the stairs being like (laughs) what the fuck are you doing and I go into the wardrobe and I just grab like three Camilla caftans and I just start cutting them up and cutting them And I'm like, Mum, you have ruined. Are you bawling as well? Bawling, screaming, like you've ruined my life. And did she come in? No, no, no. She was petrified. I don't think she even came. Was she in the home? In the house? No, no. She wasn't at home. She was at work. And I was like, you've ruined my life, Mum. But to this, to this day, like she was only trying to help. Like that's a really shocking way to help. What did she do? Did you just leave the Camilla Caftans in her wardrobe, cut up? Yeah. And then I went downstairs, and I had like an hour or so to cool off. And I was like, that was fucked. I've made a real big boo-boo. Did she no. yell at you? Like, I feel like no. that was pretty weird no. for her as well. Yeah, yeah, really. I actually spoke to her about this, like, two days ago, and she's like, I really shouldn't have done that. That is, like, to this day, one of my biggest regrets. Yeah. That was horrific. When you rang me, I'm like, I can't even talk to you. You're in such, like, a big power of rage. She saw the captain. Yeah. She was really devastated. <laughs> <laughs> did she get them repaired or did she have to replace nah, them? No, she just threw them out and was just like, okay, on to the next. Like, on to I the can't, next Camilla Caftan. I can't next do that again. change of Caftans. But apologise? I did in the end because we never got back together and, like, sorry. Like, I think you did get back. You had a few lapses from yeah, then yeah, on. Yeah, sorry, but, like, we never <laughs> – she was always right. We never, yeah, like, ended never up actually ended up together. together. Like yeah. heart was in the right place. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like you have one more story to top off mm. that also took place at that house. 
Oh, I'm going to tell that one or the Facebook one? No, you've got to tell the Facebook one. Is okay, Facebook, Facebook one, one. Yeah, let's do um, it. So I'm going back to when I was 18 and I got dumped and I was always in that mindset that I, you know, I never get dumped kind of thing. Um, and originally when it had happened, I think he kind of said it to me and then we kind of got back together and then I was like, when it did happen, I knew it was coming the next time and I was like, no, I'm done too, blah, blah, blah. But I was always kind of... My ego had been um, really shoved around a bit. <laughs> so I was angry. And I think the first thing I thought about, like, well, what could I do to kind of like fucking put him on the gronk and make him feel like how I feel right now, like really shit. And I'd set up his Facebook. I think when he, Facebook had first launched, this is how far we're going back. So I knew his logins and his password and I thought it was a really funny idea to log into his Facebook because I knew his birthday was coming up and make – um like make him seem really feminine and like demasculate him and organize like a fucking birthday picnic at Balmoral <laughs> with all our friends. And I was sitting there, I remember, and like all these comments were popping up being like, I'm so excited. This is such a good idea. And I was like, fuck, are people actually taking this seriously? <laughs> and I think that he messaged me being like, ha ha, Ella, like what's this invite? <laughs> and I was like oh fuck and then like kind of being like oh it's like what like really confused and then like one of my guy friends that was friends with him I remember that was when I was like oh I need to delete it he was like Ella that was that that, this is weird like delete it like it's fucking weird (laughs) and he I think I did it straight after I found out like when we broke up he like hooked up with someone like pretty quick after and I was that that is just a sign it's just like it was just like I was Fucking angry, so I just when did it. you're fuming. I think the lesson here is if you're fuming, just, just don't take make any two decisions. Days. Take two days. I've learned that get now. Whenever I get angry, like not even relationship, on work it. stuff, anything, like I just try and make. I just do not make decisions when I'm feeling that Never way. Never make a decision when you're angry. Mm. Like, you know, yeah, it was funny, but, like, it was fucking embarrassing. Like, he's a fucking sad fucking girlfriend that got dumped and her boyfriend's happy probably with another girl already and she's making Facebook birthday Sorry, events for him. it's so funny. Though. Like, that is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Like, when you told me that story, I, like, pissed myself. Like, I was, like, crying. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny, but I, I was doing it more. I thought he was going to be paid out heaps. Like, people would believe it and be like, oh my god like picnic at Balmoral what a fucking loser like you know but no oh they were just like this is such a good idea like everyone's so fucking nice that's a reflection on like him and his friends yeah they're all so lovely Grace what have you learned from these stories being 10 years younger than us anything I feel like I've learned that like all my crazy shit is like normal so oh okay that makes me feel great (laughs) no because I'm like well then I don't feel as weird for being like a psycho yeah we everyone has a bit of psycho in them you gotta let it go mm. yeah look at us now all right well okay cheers cool. cheers to that that cheers. was really Ooh. a lot to share but you've done it don't judge us um so we're gonna quickly pop into recommendations for the week so um, obviously everything i know about love yes by obviously. dolly alderton and then i am gonna recommend glennon doyle's podcast we can do hard things what's that so Glennon Doyle is a feminist writer. She wrote a book called Untamed, which you, sh- you should read, Grace. You'd really like. And it's basically about like every podcast episode is like tackling a hard thing that they have to go through. And it's like Glennon, her partner, Abby Wombach and her sister. Um, and then I also want to recommend Tatcha Rice Cleanser. Mm, really amazing. I do like that. And finally, I'm going to recommend journaling every morning. Mm, I'd love to read that journal. Yeah, it's pretty cracked. But you just write down whatever's on your mind. Um, that's me. Ella, you've Some got... Some advice, yeah. Um, podcast, I'm listening to a crime one called Suspect. Very similar to Dirty John. Um, done by, I think, like similar producers. You said yeah, same side or whatever. Yeah, wonder. Um, and it's about just a story about these kind of 20-year-olds at uni who go to this Halloween party and this girl ends up murdered after it and it's they still haven't solved the case. It's a mix between trying to find out who out of the people that were at the party did it and also how the police dealt with it and just all the things they did wrong, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> so that's that. Um, and then local advice around my area at the moment, um, Effie's. Did you go to Effie's? You went to the original to one. Aggies. You went to Aggie's. So Aggie's is the one in like... Would you call it Bow Gala or yeah, Seaforth? 
Baugala, they're a great coffee shop that we go to and they've recently opened like a new one over the other side of Baugala on the opposite side more. Like when you're coming down like Sydney Road, is that the main road? Yeah. Like towards Manly and they've opened up another, I think it will be when COVID's done, like more like a wine bar restaurant, but at the moment it's another coffee place, really yummy. Very cool marble coffee window. And then beauty wise, we've just, I tried it today. We just got sent um, a new thing from Mecca, Bare Minerals Foundation. Um, we got three shades. I tried like the lighter one today and I thought it was all right. It looks really good. And um, it's SPF. Oh, SPF too. Mm. Yeah, there you go. And you all, we also both want to recommend our ages. Oh, ages. Is yeah. it age or art? I always say it. Yeah. It's oh, age. Gosh. So we also want to recommend Asia's new spring collection. Yeah. They've got beautiful dresses really for nice the five-person picnic rule in Sydney. Yeah, I know. I think I'll get my um, outfit out this weekend Me for too. our friends. I think the pink one I'm going to throw Oh, yeah, because you've got my one. I've got a brown one. Yeah. Yeah, they've got just really classic timeless pieces that you'll have in your wardrobe for a while. So get around it. Have a little browse. Okay. Um, anyway, Next let's... week for real, though, we have our proper guest, Miss Double Bay. Yes, our old employee but she's coming on as in character yep so that will be exciting grace have you had fun all righty okay we're signing off goodbye See you guys